show we doing? Forgotten Flicks, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forgotten Flicks remembers Uncommon Valor, 1983. Blaster, Wilkes, Johnson, Charts, Scott, Sailor, and Colonel Jason Rhodes. These are the men who trained together, fought together, and survived together. Now, in the most important mission of their lives, they're going back to get their buddies who were left behind. Going home. Paramount Pictures presents Uncommon Valor. Hello, and welcome to Forgotten Flicks where we're remembering the movies you grew up with and the podcast we're recording right now. I am Joel, and I'm joined by the daredevilish Daryl. What show is this? <laughs> and the, um uh, trying to think of, oh, Peter Parkerish Peter. <laughs> I don't even know what that meant. I tried to think of a superhero that had a P Yeah, I know, but Peter Parker is Peter. Peter Parker's oh, Peter. Peter. Peter Parker picked peppers. Peter Parker's picked his Peter. Whoa. If, red and blue. And, and, and went I just, blind. I want it to be known yep. that when Daryl gives me smack later on, this is what I have for him. You just bought a whole can of whoop ass. <laughs> you know what? I have nuclear waste. Oh, I got that one queued up too. So. I love this one. I talked to polar bears. <laughs> I talked to I talked to polar bears. Uh, what is he? I commune with paraceum. <laughs> I get energy from the air. I talk to polar bears and I converse with paraceum. Man, I am nuclear waste. Well, hold on. Let's just get this out of the way. Man, I'm so far beyond that now. I get energy from the air. I talk to polar bears. I converse with paraceum. Man, I f- nuclear waste. This movie, I'm going to tell you, there's even a part in this movie where I teared up on the train like a little punk. <laughs> I did. I totally did. And then did. they stole Daryl's lunch money. It did. Oh, it's beautiful. I couldn't I, believe I was like, am I tearing up in this damn So, so in case you don't know, you know, because you somehow missed the very beginning of the show, we are covering Uncommon Valor from 1983. Oh, love that song, too. It... A little warning next time, please. When you're singing that terrible. <laughs> uh, that beautiful, you mean. So oh, yeah. uh, so we are covering this movie because, honestly, yes. I actually don't even know where this came from. I remember us, we were discussing something. <laughs> I think we, I think we brought it up when, uh, when we mentioned someone. In, you, in a you, cast made in my, you, you made my old. See, we're all old men for the most part, mm-hmm. even though we're older than Joel. And you, we get into these damn discussions about movies, and then something in my head clicks, and then I'm like, "We gotta do it." 
Yeah, and I'll, or, or or you'll say that you'll just say it, and then I'll say, "Hey, you want to cover that?" And you go, "Don't you tease me." Exactly. So there's that too. You do. Yeah. I think this was one of those "Don't you tease me" movies because it, I found it on Amazon. That's what it was. It is. Yeah, it was on Prime. That was that was delightful. I didn't have to pay. Yeah, we, we mentioned it. Someone uh, we discussed the cast of one other movie. I can't remember which one it was. It was probably the last one we did. Probably, <laughs> probably. Okay, so Uncommon Valor from 1983. <sighs> Sorry, it's, 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 it, it, it was it was directed by. We'll go. We'll go get the synopsis here in a second. Oh, in in case you are new to the show, uh, marginal heads up. Spoilers ahoy! Oh yes, spoilers ahoy! So if you've never seen Uncommon Valor, which I actually think this is one of those that I actually contemplate should this be a forgotten flick or a retro movie geek episode? But then I thought eh, this is a movie that I don't think a lot of yeah, people I, remember. Nah, I don't think it's so. I, it's more uh, a forgotten flick. Yeah. like first yeah. blood, first blood, which yeah. I kind of think of as being part of this type of in this in this subgenre of action movies of the eighties. That sort of Vietnam vet mm-hmm. having to you know redeem things and that kind of stuff. I I, I feel like that. Is definitely not a forgotten flick. I mean, even if you haven't no, seen, no, I mean, you know no. about freaking Rambo. Okay? Well, this is not a franchise. This is no, it this wasn't. was just one a off. one yep. and done movie. Yep. It did really well in the theaters. Yeah, I think it's actually one of the. If it is, it might have been the first actually where they're going back to Nam. And, I think it was. I think it was yeah, the beginning been. of it. Yeah, might have been starting and, a trend. Yeah, and it and it had so. It's like. Just looking at the the cast is like we're just sitting on a cloud of of just retro movies, but retro movies got... and badassery. Because those are yes, all... because it's all these actors. Dude, Tim Thomerson. Like, oh. Tim Thomerson is in the movie. Oh. We'll go through the list. Okay, with the director. Okay, well, let's start with. Well, first off, how about this? Give us a synopsis because that makes more sense. Let's do synopsis, then we'll go into the director yeah. and go for okay. it. It's like uh, it's like I actually need background music for this because uh, don't you start, don't you do it. <laughs> okay, so first let's set the mood. No, that no. I take it back. I don't want background music. No, 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 no. Oh God! Continue, Peter. Destroy everything. Okay. I was going to say, first, let's set the mood, but that kind of got destroyed real fast. <laughs> okay. That's when you put your pants back on and you leave. Yeah. Uh, somebody, let's say somebody lit a fart. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Vietnam, 1972. Yes. Soldiers are running through water-soaked fields, desperately trying to escape the enemy fire, ripping them apart. Helicopters swoop in as saving angels, but they, too, get caught in the crossfire. Those few that make it on board try in vain to reach their comrades. But as the enemy fire grows too intense, the helicopters have to abort. As they rise up into the sky, the enemy closes in on those that are left behind. The emotions are strong. The music is tense. And oh my God, this is only the opening scene. <laughs> are you okay? Uh, do, do, you need to change, do you need to change your pants? Yes. Oh, I don't have pants on. Okay. So let's go to present day, 1983. Colonel Rhodes, played by Gene Hackman, whose son Frank was one of the soldiers who was left behind, has been trying to find evidence of his son's whereabouts and proof that he's still alive. He's been doing that for nearly a decade. Since the government doesn't want to acknowledge the possibility of American POWs, he's been forced to act on his own with the help of a wealthy businessman whose son is also missing. Who also in his part-time uh, hosts Unsolved Mysteries. Uh, that too, yes. 
busy man. That's why he's rich and wealthy. Mm-hmm. So when Colonel Rhodes finally finds the right prison camp, he needs to assemble a team to help him with the rescue mission. And this is where Frank's old army buddies come in. And together they set out on a dangerous mission to bring back their missing comrades. <sighs> so good. You're going to put on. Why didn't you say the music? Thank you. What's that? Let's play the music. No. I was, I, was actually, I was actually, while you, while you were doing that amazing synopsis, hold on. Beautiful job, Peter. Beautiful job. You know, he's getting lazy on the music. I was I I was trying to find something that of course YouTube did a thing where it throws up the ad, so I was like, ah, I don't listen to this ad. I was gonna try to find the Sam Kennison. <laughs> oh. We're up to our knees in rice patties. Well Hey, what? Thank <laughs> you. We're back home. <laughs> but I don't I have that queued up. So if you no, haven't seen back to you school. Didn't do your homework. I didn't do my homework, people. So this well, movie. Was Sam Kennison actually in your homework? <laughs> Sam Kennison should always. He was just here. too busy having dinner. I would have done a lot breakfast. more. I was. I, uh, I would <laughs> breakfast dinner. Thank you. I, I <laughs> would have been so <laughs> much more likely to do man. homework if all my reports were about Sam Kennison. I think I would have always done my homework. Yeah, because you oh. had to write down curses, and you love doing that. Yeah. So Sam Kennison actually has a connection to this movie. How's that? Because what what show was he on? Uh, married with Children. Yeah, and who was also in Married with oh, Children? Oh, that's right. Griff is in this movie. Yes, that's all I wrote down. Griff. Griff. Yeah, Griff. Harold Sylvester, the helicopter pilot. Oh, god dang it! I kept thinking. No, of ma'am. Trancers. He was a member of No, ma'am. You know, I kept thinking of You're talking about Tim Palmerson. I was mixing it up. Yeah, yeah Tim Thomas was, was the other Harold, Harold Sylvester was the guy who... Did, he was the other the, shoe the salesman. He was the other shoe yeah. salesman. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the, the episode where they initiated him in No Man, where they forced him to watch a hey, what? ton of episodes of uh, Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman? Oh, that's right. And, <laughs> and they opened the door and to, to, <laughs> to see if he was all right. That doesn't hate marriage. I don't know what else can. <laughs> and he wanted to escape. And he heard, please, God, let the Indians kill her. Let the Indians <laughs> kill her. <laughs> and they never do. <laughs> <laughs> and he tried to run out of that little room, and the other guys stopped him and just uh, closed the door. I felt oh, what a good episode. That movie, uh, that movie, that TV show is comedic genius. I'm sorry. Yeah. And it's so oh, real. Yes. So real. That was Daryl's life. It was my dad's life. I remember my dad and I would watch it together long after you know, he had gotten divorced. And I mean, he and my mom got along fine. But I, I remember he used to laugh, I think, a little bit too hard. Because yeah, he flashbacks. It's like uh, going to it's like Vietnam. You, you, I think you he could flashbacks. relate to Al in many ways from, from the job situation all the way through. Yeah, you can have you flashbacks all the time. I know. I still get them mm. every now and then. So you can relate really to these characters. Yeah, these, these Vietnam vets is what you're saying, Daryl. You're oh very much my like, God. you're very being much under like, fire behind enemy territory. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, this movie was directed <laughs> by I am da- bound and determined to keep us on track. Said Captain <laughs> Hypocritical. Ted, I had a whole other episode of. It's my job to drive through. us off the road. It's your job to keep us on. the Wow, road. we are screwed. Uh, uh, <laughs> That's why we get into these things. My, we my, always my, do. My car is in perpetual misalignment, so I don't know how I'm going to keep it on the road. All right, so Ted, Co- is it Kochif or Kochif or Kerchief? Kochif coming to us? Or? I don't know. He directed it. Speaking of First Blood, he directed First Blood. Yes, he did. And on a, a lot similar, and a, and a lot, uh, yeah, there was a lot of similarities. But yeah. on a complete unrelated note, other than the fact that he's a director, uh, mm-hmm. but unrelated in the sense of movie quality, he also did Weekend at Bernie's. 
Yes, he did. Which I feel like we should cover. I feel like we should do Weekend at Bernie's at some point. But that, is that a forgotten flick? No, it would be a retro movie geek. Oh, okay. About to say. I mean, no, it's not forgotten. I kind of knew that. That's, that's what Catherine Myers Stewart is in it. That's right. We need to do that one, and we need to do Mannequin. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like don't you, don't you play with me. And I feel like Mannequin Two on the move has to happen. You know, just just to see if we can all take it. Why does it have actually, to happen? Though? Actually, you have put that on the list. You yes, know, I the did. list for I retro did. movie. I geek. actually did put it on the list, Daryl. It's on there. I'm not just making uh-huh. up. Weekend of Bernie's. I may have just made up, but the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it, it'll work. Okay, so he did. Oh, he also did. He also did. Uh, remember this one, folks? With, yes. Uh, Magnum without the mustache. Oh, was it, was it Magnum? I thought it was Ted Danson. Wasn't Ted Danson in that? Or am I thinking something? Maybe it was in it too. I don't know. But not Ted. No, it was uh, it was Magnum. Oh. You got that song in my head now I, from Mannequin. I remember it. Oh. Like, you can be the dream to get Yes. It's like when you mention Mannequin, it's like an automatic thing. Yeah. Mannequin. Dang it. Yeah. You know what song they did, though, that I think is just evil? And, and 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 I mean literally just an evil song. What was uh, uh, we built this city? That's a have you have you like really listened to that song? Yeah, because they play it on the MTV and the radio all the time. It's horrible. Yep. It's a horrible song. Amen, this city. Oh, sorry if you like it, folks. I just and I like some cheesy cheesy songs. I'm the, I am the king of liking cheesy like AM gold kind of. Well, songs. you were in a boy band. Well, I was chin strap. <laughs> that was That's my right. third hair. Third Joey T Bone chin strap. That was, that was my you boy. Had baby. The longest hair. Ever. I did. I did. Long and luscious. It was. That was. That was. That was my other nickname. What the hair? It was or... meant to be ironic. We're talking about the hair, right? I hope so. Well. <laughs> hey now. It's a clean show. You stop T- that, Ted. Yeah, it's clean. <laughs> clean, clean like your underwear after a three-day bender in Louisiana and a. <laughs> Oh, okay. That, so that clean, huh? That's yeah. when you just throw it away. All right. Uncommon Valor, <laughs> 1983. Like keeps coming back. The, the, the name that jumped out at me, though, and totally fits this movie, uh-huh. and a guy I'm a big fan of, he's probably just this side of nuts, but I love the guy. Yeah. John Milius is involved in this uh, yeah. movie. They were talking about the guy who did Red Dawn and the Conan movies. Uh, and he was, he sort of, he is, he does like the manly man's movie kind of guy, you yeah. know? Did you see the documentary? It was, I think it may still be, but it was streaming on Netflix for a long time called Milius. Did you see this documentary? No, I didn't Check see it. it out. It is great because he, okay, everybody knows Big Lebowski, of course. Yeah. The, the John yeah. Goodman character is modeled on John Milius. Like it oh. is, it is supposed to be John Milius. And if you Someday watch. Someday I'm the F up, yeah. Donnie. Yeah, I, I mean, just the whole thing with the gun. Well, and someday the, I gotta, I'm going to watch the, Lombos, the big Lombosky. I haven't seen it all. You haven't seen it? Never. I haven't seen it in a long time. It's one of those movies, I saw it when it first came out. I saw it oh, again. And I remember liking it, but I think it was one of those movies where everybody acted like it was the most amazing movie they had ever seen. Well, everyone still to this day, I have friends that still reference the movie, and I never know what they're talking about. So we definitely need to cover that one at some point. got into drinking white Russians and black Russians. I was so drunk. I don't think you had a hard time uh, getting into those. Well, no, you just need really. an excuse. And if we're going to speak well, Coen Brothers movies, honestly, I'm more of a Raising Arizona kind of guy. Ooh, that that chase scene was the funniest. Oh, scene in I the think movie. Raising Arizona. I mean, I, I found like Big Lebowski. I chuckled, 
Raising Arizona, I wanted to wet my pants. Oh, that cracked me up. Yeah. Yeah. Darryl, Darryl, Peter, Peter, you, Peter, you've gone, you've gone radio silent. Are you not a Raising oh. Arizona fan? Oh yes, I am. Okay, I haven't seen it in a long time. I don't remember much about it though, so it, we might have to bring it up. Oh, actually, and, and it has a connection to this movie because Randall Tex Cobb is the bounty hunter. That was totally incidental. Damn it, that's so true. Heck yeah! yeah. What's up? Look at me making connections. Look at you. Speaking I, of, I, I win. My little I man. <laughs> <laughs> So let's go ahead and talk about the cast. Why don't we just jump? Uh, uh, we'll go back to Mr. Cobb. Okay. Uh, Gene Hackman is the star. Love, love, love. How could you not love Gene Hackman? Oh, you talked about him while you were away talking with your yeah. wife about din- yeah. One breakfast, of dinner, or whatever you were talking about. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. You were talking about food. Yeah, you probably were. So, yeah. So we talked about, we gushed on Gene Hackman a little bit. A little bit? A little yeah. Gene Hackman love. Yeah, I've heard rumors, and I just I don't buy it. Like I know it it may be true, may not be true. Mm. But I've heard these rumors that he's very difficult on set, and you hear these things about different actors. But when I heard that about him, he's one of those guys. I was like, really? Because I don't. It's like you don't see it. He seems very chill. Like he would be by uh, difficult. It might mean he is very demanding uh, in that he wants his, everybody. To well, be, he wants the thing to work. Yes, like, and he's that's very different. To me, that's the not the same thing as being a diva, right? That's not right, right. like you're just you know trying to see who's got the bigger junk and you're gonna i've got the bigger trailer no he's actually if he you know i would like to believe it's more of a no i demand everybody be a professional around me mm-hmm. and get the yeah, job exactly done. i think be yeah. on time get like we're gonna i could see the... him being that guy i can yeah, see I that see yeah do your job yeah and i don't see anything wrong and, every, and, uh, and everything is fine if you just do your job yeah, or else i will job, i will do gene hackman on your ass yep. exactly and it's funny because yes. he seems like such a kind – like there's something about he has a kind eyes, right? But yet there's an intensity to him. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, when he does that. a role and he – like when he plays an, – and he, he's played a lot of roles as well. We got to do Unforgiven. Mm-hmm. You know what? I haven't seen that in – I haven't seen that in years either, but I remember that's a darn good movie. And he play, he even when he plays a bad guy – That's why it made me think yeah. that. You kind of want to go – Oh, The Quick and the Dead, the Sam Raimi <laughs> Western with him. He plays a bad guy in that too. I know. Who yes. started in that one? Uh, Sharon Stone. Lance Henriksen. Leonardo Lance DiCaprio. Henriksen. Oh, Russ, like that. Russell Crowe. You didn't like that one? Oh. Lance Henriksen yeah, yeah, yeah. was in it too. Oh, oh, whoa. Hey, hey, can you not break glass in my house, please? <laughs> what are you doing? What is that? Oh, hold on. I got to catch my breath. You didn't like Quick and the Dead? It's Sharon Stone. That's, That's the one Sharon Stone just... movie I like, other than the casino. I, it oh, man. It didn't work for me. didn't work for me. Oh. I'm Sorry, gonna, I'm gonna cry. Have you seen Absolute Power? I have yes. Absolute Power. You know what? I love the Presidio. The Presidio. Uh-oh. How <laughs> random was that? I guess Gene Hackman isn't that because it had him and, and it the had Costner. That's the yes. only reason. That's the only reason you like it. I love it. Yes, you know me so well. <laughs> <laughs> I turn into a every time I hear every time and I hear it Presidio. Had hot Meg Ryan. Yeah, but you pre pre. Uh, Pre-operation, Meg Ryan. Oh yes, she was just so cute. She was. She was like a button, like a little button. Mm -hmm. Yes, the the Presidio. Every time I hear the name of that movie, which is all the time, by the way, nowadays, uh, is it me or am I the only one that immediately starts hearing Phil Collins singing "Sue Sue Studio" in my head? (laughs) Silly, silly. Presidio. I say the word. Now I want to pull my sleeves up, roll my sleeves up, and and start dancing with my white sneakers on. <laughs> Get the cabbage patch. Go. 
pretzel. You know? And have that <laughs> little time. skinny tie. Every, Remember those skinny ties yes, back yes. Every time you hear Presidio from here on, you'll, you'll hear <laughs> Phil Collins in your head. Okay. Robert okay. Stack, who, by the way. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, uh, I have to mention when Gene Hackman. Have you ever Gene have you seen the birdcage? <laughs> yes, I have. It's a great movie. We're not going to make a fat scene happen. <laughs> no, we're not. We're going to gush about it the whole show. <laughs> Birdcage is good. Uh, Birdcage is good. I love that movie. Yes. Yeah. Oh, do you have a point or you just want to bring up Birdcage? See what I mean? <laughs> what I just wanted to French, bring up Birdcage. French Connection. We became the, yes, the oh, oh, Why have we not done any of those cop movies? I don't know. What's something wrong? Because I love cop movies. We never mentioned them. Like, none that, of them. It's like we, we, should, we should do the conversation, too. Oh. Fresh oh. Early awesome Coppola. Uh, not done, Like, though. actual good quality. <laughs> so the kind of movies that film critics would not be embarrassed to talk about. Yeah. As opposed oh. to some of the others that... Well... <laughs> Well, let's not go down that Girlfriend route. from hell, I'm looking at you. So, <laughs> anyway, we've got <laughs> Robert Stack, who immediately, it's impossible. It's, am I the only one? This I really should. I'll probably add this in in post. As soon as he talks, you hear the creepy ass music starts playing. Yes. And yeah. Every time, because his voice, it's yeah. so, his cadence, it's not like, you know, a lot of actors, they, you know, they have a sound, they have a, a obviously, almost, that's how people can do impersonations of them, Jack Nicholson and De Niro, and they have that, those, the, the tone uh, yeah, of their, but, there's something about his yeah. delivery is so. No. And every time you see him, you, you just think of him in a, in like, in, mysteries. Solved mysteries. Yeah, yeah, like, all, I, I can't help it, yeah, you everyone. do. Everyone. <laughs> Every that time. and Naked Gun because he was in that. Yeah. Wait, now what's no, he, not Naked Gun. Airplane. 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 Yeah, airplane. He did airplane. the. He did the. the oh yeah, and he did, he did do the, the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it does. It actually does. <laughs> oh, we gotta do Airplane. Oh, Naked Gun. I love. I love Naked Gun. Naked Gun was the first movie that I went to, and I laughed so hysterically. Oh, I, I literally hit this it. point where I went silent. But my mouth is wide open, <laughs> and it's just like this gas is escaping. And my friend I was with I moved. Huh? Yeah, I think airplane. I think airplane did that for me. Uh, but I, I had a friend. So, he moved away from me. Like he wouldn't even sit in the same. It was that that and the theater was almost empty. We went like in the, during the early part of the day, and, and I, I was that guy. He literally moved like three or four rows away from me. Damn. <laughs> and the doctors came in. Yeah. Clear. Clear. <laughs> He's only 13, but he's having a coronary. All right. So Robert Stack, yes, Mr. Unsolved Mysteries is in this. Fred Uh, Ward. The the Untouchables, the TV show. We have to mention that, too, because he he, he did those two. And you know Untouchables? I think I've told you this. Untouchables, the movie, I finally saw that years later. Didn't do that much for me. Didn't do that much for me. I don't see that at the theater. It was, it, it was okay. I, did, I think it's a De Palma just thing. Okay. Yeah. But I just I don't they know. put one of them in. It has the put... Kevin Costner and Sean Connery. I'm saying Sean you put Connery. put one of us in the hospital. We put one of you in the morgue. You didn't jump up and <laughs> no, cheer for that. No, it, that's the thing is I didn't really feel much. It was weird. Like I thought it was. I think it was beautifully shot. It was well made. But I just I don't know. There's something about it. I found it. I oh, hard. Come on. I don't know. I can't explain it. And I don't feel like it was a C and D thing. I, I come to some of these movies I see now that I missed when I was a kid, and I think, well, the reason why I don't like it now is because it just kind of isn't that great. I, I feel like The Untouchables is not a bad movie. I just it's almost like it didn't connect with me. Oh my god! I know. I don't. I can't explain. <laughs> it. Just, you just punched me in the balls. I, I'm sorry. I, I have a tendency I, to do that from time to time. I loved it. I saw it. It's in like the a movies? flail. I just kind of flail, and it just happens to hit you there. I'm sorry. Ugh. 
like a, like a, just flicked it. Yep. Oh, Robert, Robert Stack was in a movie you and uh, Jason covered just before. Uh, uh, caveman. No, Joe and the Volcano. Oh, Joe, Joe versus the a Volcano. A movie that I thought that? I was going to hate and I actually really liked, as I recall. He was in that one. As you recall. <laughs> it's been a while. It all blurs <laughs> together. As you I swear to God, we could go back and probably recover like more than half of the movies from the beginning. <laughs> and I'd watch them and I'd be like, wow, this is great. I don't think, oh yeah, I did see that, didn't I? Because <laughs> you don't remember. Oh, and next we have Captain America. Well, hold on. We, we got to talk about Fred Ward, don't we? Oh, my bad. Yeah. Come on now, Mr. Trimmers. Tunnel Rat. Mr. The Right Stuff, Mr. Southern Comfort. Oh, we got to cover Southern Comfort. Man, I haven't seen it in so long. Miami Blues. Have you seen Miami Blues? He was in The Player. The Player is such a good movie. Years ago. <laughs> oh, he was in Corky Romano. Remember that one? Oh, God, I do. Actually, I think I've seen that. I'm ashamed uh, to admit. It, was, it, was, it had some that. funny moments. But I'm, it's, it's not all bad. Mm-hmm. But let's... And that's why and that's why Peter's here to offset the. I, no, no, no. I, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's good. But he it's was not oh, wait. all bad. No double feature with the other movie he was in. Joe Dirt. Ooh. I'd rather talk about. <laughs> Breakfast dinner than the... <laughs> or Miami Blues or Southern Comfort. God, he was in the player. That player is so good. I was oh, cast a deadly spell. That's one I like. I like to do some TV movies ah, yeah. too. That's, yeah, I've seen that one. In, that might be a hard one to find. Yeah, probably. Oh, is. Right. oh Henry, Henry in June. I remember that was like, wasn't that the first NC seventeen? Was it? I'm pretty sure. Hmm. I think that's what brought about the NC seventeen was Henry in June. Oh, okay. I think. <laughs> Don't quote I don't me know. on that. I want to know. Look, somebody Google it. Know. Got to do it now, and of course, and he, and my favorite yeah. of all of his movies. I don't care. You can judge me if you want. Is Tremors? So Tremors is a good That's movie. a classic. I, I, don't, I don't see what's the problem is with that. It's on the, oh, wait a minute. On, uh, I watched it at. I watched parts of this at Kevin and Angela's house. That's where I saw it last. What's that? Henry and June? No, <laughs> Tremors. Talked about Tremors. To God, you stay on target. <laughs> so, I know. Did, right? did, wait, no, hold on. Always... Did Jason and I ever cover Tremors? Yes, you did oh. with Dave Beckham, I think. That's okay. I see it blurs I together. Was, I think it was Dave. How, why yeah. do we cover Tremors? It's not a forgotten flick. Uh, well, it, it says it's one of <laughs> the three. It's one of the three Oscar-nominated films to be released with an NC-17. Tremors. And really yeah, June, right? Yeah, because those, <laughs> those those things. We know what those grab. Boy, you know what those graboids look graboid. like, barreling through the dirt like that. That was a metaphor. All right. You know, I never knew Requiem of it for a Dream was NC seventeen. I think I the I think that. the theatrical release was R, and then they did okay. they did okay. an unrated version that technically. Uh, yeah, I didn't remember that. I've never enough. seen that. And I'm kind of afraid to because literally You've every, never seen no, it. No, and all, I was going to, and they, everybody's like, "I'm telling you, man, there's some things you can't unsee." <laughs> I'm like, what? "What? That's a great family film." Oh yeah, I totally. Sit down with my kids. Should sit down with my kids and watch it. We'll teach them to say no to drugs. Oh, like, oh yeah, like the, the family movie, like Antichrist with. Uh, oh God, I don't want to see uh, that the, for the same reason. Oh God, what, what's his name? Uh, Willem Dafoe, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, wait a minute. We discussed. I watched that not uh, that a couple of months ago. Just in case you're tuning in it. for the first time, we're covering Uncommon Valor. Now back oh, to our yeah, conversation about Antichrist, <laughs> Peter. We're, we're oh, going down. Bro. We're going. No, no, we're going down the guest list. Not that. Not that guest he's list. in it. The guest, yeah, well, the guest list. Well, who else is coming? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who else will oh, we just, we'll visit this podcast today? We, we got Captain America's coming. Oh, that's right. Red Brown Blaster. Yeah. Oh, he, he was also in this movie. Oh, yes. The Snake movie. Snake. And who was, who was his assistant in Uncommon Valor? You both better know. Well, yeah. yeah. The Dudikoff. 
Did you actually try to find? I tried, but I could. I, was, it, was it when he was surfing? Was it at the beginning? No, I think I, I went. Uh, I actually had to go on the internet and the forums to try and find And what everybody states is they think it's the guy that uh, helps them uh, load the, the plane. The guy in the. Are you the serious? Really? They think that's him. That's ridiculous. That's not an assistant, that's an extra. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. He, he assisted him in carrying it. Oh, I don't know. I, I couldn't find it. That's the only thing I was looking at. I think, yeah, okay, that might mm-hmm. be it. Because he is not anywhere else in this movie. Uh, no. I don't want to go Randall Tex Cobb yet. And it's because there's some other things about him I want to discuss. Some trivia okay. stuff that I found that's pretty freaking cool, in my opinion. Huh? Uh, right. Plus, he's got the best lines in this movie, hands down. Yes, he does. So, uh, we, the late, great Patrick Swayze. It almost makes me feel oh, sad even talking man. about this. Because, oh, my God. I, I, love, so I, I love me some Swayze. We got to do, oh, we gotta do Roadhouse. Listen, man, I'll do Roadhouse now. At dawn? <laughs> Don't ask with me. I'll do freaking Roadhouse right <laughs> at now. I need, I need to have my queued up, my, my record scratched. <laughs> and we're flipping over the record, and now the episode's about Roadhouse. Shoot. Be nice. Uh, oh, do Red. Be what, nice. What's that? Red Dawn, too. Did we ever do Red, Red Dawn? Red Dawn, we did oh, you didn't because oh, because I checked. We, we <laughs> oh, never checked. I, was thinking, I, was, I was sure you you were based on the cover of Red we Dawn. We never covered Red was, Dawn. Well, I did, but you didn't. We never oh, covered it on, it on the, the show? show. Oh no. hell no! Well, I know what we're covering soon. Back, hold on. Let me go. Hold on, I guess I have to bring up the list. Hold on one second. <laughs> uh, maybe it is on the list. Hang on. Oh, I don't think so because I thought it was how there's how's that for fun? I couldn't remember if we covered Tremors, but I could have sworn we covered Red Dawn. Are you sure? I yeah, I, 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 that I, seems like I'm something Jason and I would have done, man. I can't believe we never did that one. Just, right, just oh. go Google and go Forgotten Flicks. Yeah, and then right, that takes too much right work. Dawn. Okay, because there's no <laughs> search engine on the site. Yeah, there Oops. is. I put I put one at the top, didn't I? Did you? I think I did. You know, when you enter it with did 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 I? That's, that's not too sure. That's not too positive. That's not a lot of confidence. That's not a big confidence no, builder. It's not very confident. All right. Well, while he's looking up whether I did or didn't, uh, Patrick like, Swayze. Yeah. Rest his soul. I, I think I turned the gas off. I, I think I think the iron is put away. I think the grenade is not live. I don't I don't think you did right. We'll check. Okay. We can, okay. That's Roadhouse and Red Dawn. That's uh, what, okay. I'm that, gonna, I'm going to ask for one that you guys are going to, and this may be years years down the road. Okay. I, but I I will ask it because I actually wouldn't I wouldn't hate covering it. Dirty I, I, I guess I'm going to say Dirty Dancing. <laughs> I'll cover that later on tonight. <laughs> By yourself? Are you serious? <laughs> Nobody puts baby in the corner. I kind of, I kind of like dirty dancing. I'll admit it. I am secure enough in my masculinity. I I think the comedy we would have discussing (laughs) us three men discussing that dirty dancing as if we know what we're talking about. We don't know anything. We haven't danced. I don't know nothing about being dirty. I don't know about dancing. I just know you don't put baby in a corner. That's all we know. And that I had the time of my life. They are remaking that. And you know what? Should cover it when they do. Dirty dancing was cut here in Sweden. What? Get out of here. For what? Uh, you, you know, uh, hang on. You know the fight? There was a fight somewhere. I, I haven't seen the, this in a fight. years. fight? There was like the beat up yeah. boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the bus exactly. boy guy, right? Yeah. yeah. That part? Yeah. Huh. But why? He just like pops him in the nose. Listen, huh. That question is like asking... <laughs> I'm saying, like, it's his fault. Yeah, it's like, why, Peter, why do you you hate free speech? I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) 
Really? But actually, I watched the Dirty Dancing in the theater, so... Uh... I just don't get that because I... I oh, wait. There's been some movies while I obviously never... I will never agree with the idea of censorship. It's not like I'm I'm shocked. You know, Robocop, well, duh. I mean, if you're going to well, have yeah. censorship, there's certain movies that kind of make sense are going to get, especially from the violence perspective. Commando. Okay, I get it. So a lot of the extreme horror films. Okay, I get it. Friggin' Dirty Dancing because he pops some dude in the Kicked nose. That was like a, a mischief. It was like a that was cut too. The, the sex scenes and the fighting. Well, that was, was a little bit dirtier. But see, I even think, because yeah, I, but... I thought Sweden was a heck of a lot more liberal on the sex stuff, though. Yeah, apparently not, though. <laughs> apparently not with that movie. <laughs> well, somebody no. who said to me, some some ding-dong at work, well, he's an idiot anyway, but he said he finds, like, crazy stuff online. He said in Sweden, is it it's okay to have, uh, it's okay to have, uh, Multiple marriages and what was the other thing? And you can what, have what sex with relatives. Country? You got sex with relatives. What? And what? I'm oh, like, is he talking about the South and, and where I live? No, he said oh. Sweden. And I'm sitting there going, you <laughs> dumb f. Who's the only one that has a friend that lives in Sweden in this room? And he goes, oh, good. <laughs> well, and, and then you immediately said, and, and of course I'm going to ask him if all that's true, Peter. <laughs> but he. There might be someone that uh, has multiple wives. I, 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 Is it legal? Yeah, there's no. no. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's someone who has sex, sex with their relatives. I'm pretty confident. Because I'd be in Sweden with Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would imagine that, that there are people in the United States that probably do those things, and it's, it's not legal. Not, no. doesn't make it legal. Oh my no. God. But, hey, but he read it on the Internet, so it had to be true. Yeah, dummy. Yeah. Like, okay. What is wrong with you? <laughs> That's why his nickname at the job is Dirtbag. Hopefully, uh, he doesn't listen to this show, Daryl. I don't. I call him Dirtbag into his face at work. I don't care. I said that nickname. I said, "Oh, Dirtbag again." Well, whenever I hear something bad, well, I Mr. Said, oh, dirtbag, dirtbag, if you're listening, yeah. Daryl's opinions are his own. You're damn sure. right. I'm sure. Call him Dirtbag. What is he going to do to me, man? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Daryl's getting all. Persnickety. Per he'll, about... he'll, he'll, he'll send his uh, uh, multi wived uh, relative uh, effing friend ass. from Sweden. Kick his ass. <laughs> All right, so back to Uncommon Valor. I swear to God, we're going to talk about this movie today. We are. We 35 are. minutes in. We've talked about four cast members. To Harold Sylvester. How, we, 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 mentioned, we, mentioned, we mentioned Griff. Can't, yeah, can't we did mention him already. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the great Next. Tim Thomerson. Oh, why isn't Tim or Tim Tom? Why isn't Tim Thomerson in just more stuff? I don't in know. general, like well, as a rule, he has been in a lot. He of has, stuff. but not nearly. Yeah, enough. he has. Not enough though. Transformers. Transformers so good. I feel like Daryl, even though we and I know that was, I think that was the first time you were on the show with Jason. I Mary, think actually. so. It was. Yeah. 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 I feel. Yeah. I feel like it's almost in, on principle, in principle, because there are four other Transformers movies that he's. Well, he's in parts one through four, five. It's in five or six. I think maybe six is the one he's not in. I think maybe one through five Easy. he's in. We need to cover well, we two through four just so we have an excuse. Or two we through should. five. Just so well, we, we have actually put, you have put on. Dollman. Uh, yeah, and Demonic Toys. No, he's not in. No, no, he's in Dollman versus Demonic Dollman Toys. Versus, yeah. Which we could I do. Yeah, we, we, we could, could. Yeah. do Dollman, Demonic Toys, and then Dollman versus. Totally. Yeah, totally. I have. All, I bought uh, the triple feature disc. By the way, <laughs> by, by the way Dollman, I think, has one of the greatest taglines, if I remember correctly. It's something to the effect of he's. Something like he's 13 inches and in all attitude or something. Yeah. <laughs> what? With a name like Brick and his name, Brick Bardo. <laughs> it totally sounds like a 70s. Well, the ladies don't like, love me for no reason. Yeah, that's right. 
<laughs> you just insert the man. So Tim Thomerson is, I don't know if you picked Ooh. up on this, uh, I'm a fan. I love that guy. And sure. I love that you. I mean, the thing is that he does a little dance move bit in this. You, everybody, I yeah. love that dance. Oh, it's great. But you know that Tim Thomerson, pre being sort of the serious guy that in all the movies he's in, he was a stand up mm-hmm. comic. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so, he was. He I was think, actually pretty good. Yeah. And, yes. and I think, and I think he was in Vietnam, and I believe he was in Vietnam with the actor, uh, the late actor Brian James. Is that his name? The guy oh, who was right. in Blade Runner and okay. the horror show. I think they were. I think they were actually together. Yeah. Hmm. Now, I don't know if any of these other guys were in the war, but I, I'm pretty sure Thomerson was. I know he was an enlisted man. Pretty cool. So, um, dark, near dark. Oh, you, oh, oh, near dark is the best vampire movie ever. I don't care what you say. Who you are? I believe you know. <laughs> Sorry. Have you seen Have I you seen the movie him. Who's Harry Who's Harry Crumb? And not in a long John Duh. Candy. John Candy, but not in a long time. You know, we never cover other than vacation. Other than vacation, we've never, to my knowledge, I don't think we've ever covered a John Candy movie. What is? You know, we should cover the one he did with Ali Sheedy. Oh, only the lonely. Yes. Ah, or Uncle Buck. Come on now. Come on. Wow. Buck is a given. No. That's not a forgotten flick. No, again, retro movie geek. This, by the way, is why one day, I'm just not in the very near future, I just have to integrate these two together. Give me this a headache my nose is bleeding. I don't <laughs> know what... You know, I went to post about this Uncommon Valor, and we're going to cover this, and I didn't know what Yo, show we're covering all, it for. All you put is, we're going to cover it on retro. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. That's what it should be. What the retro. hell? What are, what are, it is forgotten flakes today, yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> in my head. I get okay. Here, here's the reality. I'm just going to let the cat out of the bag. I'm thinking what is probably going to end up happening is we're going to have Retro Movie Geek. That's going to be the show. We will cover forgotten flicks type movies on it. And we'll keep forgotten flicks around. It's not going anywhere. I mean, we'll keep the website and all that kind of stuff. But I just think long term, this is getting too confusing. <laughs> I, oh my I, I God. At least two or three. Just so everybody knows, there's been like two or three times I started us off with the wrong intro <laughs> yep. music. Yep. And we didn't. We didn't stop. You didn't either. stop me. Now I figured no, you were just because I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. See, when you, when the guy when the hosts are this confused, it start, it begs the point. I'm guessing the audience maybe. So either it's going to be all retro movie geek or all forgotten flicks. Although I like retro movie geek only in the sense that I feel like it opens us up to cover a lot of these other ones we're talking about. Yeah, and well, then, then retro, retro Movie Geek presents Forgotten Flicks. Yeah, something like that. Where Then what we'll do is we'll kick stuff over to the Forgotten Flicks yeah. feed via that. Yep, but it's going to yep. all be on Retro Movie Geek's feed. I think that's how I'm going to do it because it's just driving me nuts. You figure something out. I know. It's driving me yep. nuts. i got to figure that, that out. Goes, who's Harry Crumb should be definitely a Forgotten Flick. Yeah, flake. that's a Forgotten Flick. But see, Uncle yeah. Buck, definitely not. No. Oh, no. Better not I don't be. think so. Better not be. I oh. had such a crush on the girl, the older daughter in that, the one who was uh, the wife on Yesteryear. Camera her name. Good lord. The what? You don't even know. I don't even. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah, they all yeah, have names. <laughs> yeah, they all matter. Uh, indeed, indeed. I know the names of every wife I've ever had. <laughs> That's because you had to sign so many documents afterwards. <laughs> yeah, because it's a lot of paperwork. <laughs> uh, Jane, Jane Kazmarek, Malcolm in the Middle's mom, and. The love interest from oh, uh, the Heavenly Kid. I always said, oh, Heavenly Dog. <laughs> oh, Heavenly Dog. <laughs> heavenly Kid. He, his face was not that bad. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Dang. Uh, uh, the Heavenly Kid. Yeah, she was skip the... Uh, Allen? What's that? Skip Todd Allen. Did I skip Todd Allen? Yes, she did. Yeah, did. Skip right over. Um, it's an arm, Silverado, Witchboard. 
Poncho oh, board. Witchboard. I haven't thought about Witchboard in a long time. I remember Witchboard scaring me. Is that one with Tony Katane? I don't remember. Uh, yeah. Actually, he was in both of them. <laughs> I don't remember that. And you skipped uh, Gail Strickland. Well, oh, yeah. I love, how, I, love how, I love how I skipped. You did. But these people don't we ring did. a bell to me. Like their name. She's been in everything. Yeah, but she doesn't ring a bell to me, it, though. Like when Norma I saw her. Ray. Because she's always been a character she's, actor. Yeah, she's always people actress. like, yeah, she looks vaguely familiar, but it's not like a Tim Thomerson or a. Uh, oh. Randall. And I say again, they all matter, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Todd Allen was in a, a TV movie called Poncho Barnes. And I mentioned this because I've seen it several times, but it's you mainly. You are the because, only one. <laughs> oh, no, I just want to mention right. Valerie Bertinelli. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah, see? Daryl remembers. Oh, I know Valerie Bertinelli. Yeah, right. is. Okay. I, love Valerie I just Bert. don't know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> he played uh, he played uh, the, the Ye- Chuck Yeager in it. I think okay. it was a true story. She played uh, well. She oh. played the, the Pancho Barnes, <laughs> a, female, oh. a, a woman, a woman pilot. I don't uh, remember much about it. I think I have, uh, have it on VHS somewhere. As you should. But I it, it, right. Bat Twenty One isn't that the one with uh, Danny Glover too with Gene Hackman? Uh, uh, I, I was told right. there'd be no math. I don't. <laughs> I have Bat 21 somewhere. Maybe, because that had Gene Hackman in it. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, he did. Uh, well, I remember out. it. <laughs> but, wait, I, I, see, I, don't, I didn't bring my glasses here. What the hell? Oh, let's see. The, you fine. get your glasses, you old fool. Did you ever see Narrow Margin, speaking of Gene Hackman? Hell, yes, I did. Ann Archer's in that. See, I know her name. And I love some... Yeah, some uh, you and, can't... Oh, oh, they have names, Daryl. I, t- I just said it. In fact, she was. You, I don't know why he cheated on her. She was so beautiful and hot. Who? Oh, in Fatal Attraction. Yeah. How the hell did we end up here? Uh, okay, Van Archer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Gene Hackman, narrow margin. Yeah, I think it, I think By the it, way, don't know if you knew this, Peter. Gene Hackman's in this movie we're discussing today. What? I know Gene Hackman, the great. You sure? Wasn't he in Bat Twenty One with Danny Glover? Uh, I I I've heard rumors. I've heard rumblings. Okay. So Randall uh, Tex Cobb. Randall. Oh, oh, yeah. We skipped Sailor. Yeah, for this, a guy, this guy. Sailor. Okay. Do you know anything about his pre acting career? No. Uh, yeah, he was a boxer. No, he wasn't just a boxer, dude. Oh, that, and a kickboxer. He was yeah, a he was, kickboxer. Yeah, and he was pretty darn good, which explains the face. All right, let's just say that right now. That totally explains the nose, right? I mean, he has got a boxer's nose. Yeah. He his his trivia in IMDb, uh-huh. the beating he took in his title fight versus heavyweight champ Larry Holmes. What? Okay. What? Wait. Disg- wait. 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 Disgusted announcer Howard Cosell so much that he oh. never called a boxing match again. Homeboy yeah. took a beating by Larry Holmes. Oh my god! So bad that it took Howard Cosell out of the boxing announcer game. That had to be bloody. I want to find that. I, I mean, I see that. it's got to be on YouTube. I bet you it's on YouTube. I bet you it is. Something that, you know, something like that. I, wait, I, wait listen to this. Well, it gets better. So he uh, competed in the WBC Heavyweight Championship in 1982. Mm-hmm. Um, his pro boxer record totaled 52 fights. He had 43 wins, 36 by KO. Wow. Seven losses, only one by KO, one draw, and one no contest. Uh huh. I believe I found somewhere. I'm not seeing it. So, uh, 
Patrick Swayze did really open up a big kind of well, oh, we, we, like I remember when he did that kick move on Swayze's face, and I thought totally. that's weird. Like, would he really be able to do that? When I looked this up, and it actually said, yeah, he is a, yeah, he, he, he is was a he, he, American former boxer competing in the heavyweight division, blah blah blah. But then he goes in his kickboxing, yeah, and you're like, because that looked oh. real. Yeah, he did. That's, okay, he knew it, what he was doing. Totally real. But I, was well, like, yeah. I figured, oh, he just practiced. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. He knew what he was doing. He, he he's the difference between it's funny because you could you could be somebody who uh can make it look like you know how to do that stuff. Yeah. But then or you train to do that stuff. He he's the guy that could actually in a real fight knock somebody the F out. Like Oh, you know, you might have the form and all that, but he could really hit you and it's gonna hurt. Oh, I just found out that there's another level to why Cousel but stopped after this. So when Cobb was defeated in a unanimous decision by uh, Holmes, who won all 15 rounds on two or three scorecards, the mm-hmm. bloody one-sidedness of the fight, which came 13 days after the bout between Ray Mancini and Dooku Kim that led to Kim's death. Do you remember that? Do you remember? Have you seen that video? That's messed up, dude. I don't like watching stuff like that. Even He died four days later after fighting oh. Ray Mancini. Yeah, from brain trauma. Sure I don't think I've seen it. It's so horrified sportscaster Harry Grissel that he vowed never to cover another mm-hmm. professional match, which Cobb jokingly referred to as his gift to the sport of boxing. <laughs> <laughs> I can see him saying that. Wait, wait, wait. wait. When prodded further, this is off Wikipedia. When prodded further regarding Cussell's remarks, Cobb observed, hey, if it gets him to stop broadcasting NFL games, I'll go play football for a week, too. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, and when when asked if he would consider a rematch, now remember, he just got his butt handed to him, meaning with Holmes. Cobb replied that he did not think that Holmes would agree as Holmes' hands could not take it. (laughs) (laughs) I love this guy. Yeah. So actually, when he says in a jail cell, he says, bend over, you do. I guess you don't have much of a choice. Well, not against this guy. Uh, he fought Leon Spinks, dude. Wow. You, look, I knew he was a pro boxer, but the, he, he fought he the won. great, great he, won. he won. He won against Leon Spinks. That's not a joke, folks. I, I don't know how much. I don't know a lot about boxing. I know enough to know that ain't a joke. That's Leon Spinks, man. That's for real. Like he so, was. That's back oh, when and, I was and, into boxing. Yeah, and and he. Uh, I remember seeing a little bit of trivia. Uh, well, here's a shock. His first movie was The Champ, which is a boxing movie, I believe, yeah, starring John uh, Voight and uh, R- little Ricky Schroeder. Yep, yep. Ricky Schroeder. And Uncommon and Valor yep. was his second movie. He was in The Golden Child. We got to do yeah. that at some point. Golden Child. You know we I, do. I, 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 I yep. want the knife. Damn right. Yep. Please. And he's, yeah, since he's an Arizona junior, we have to cover that one, too. Yep. And Blind Fury, you've already covered that. Oh, yeah, that's a good movie. Er- Long time. I, I remember that one. Uh, police, but see, you know, get this. I remember that was episode seven. I don't know why I remember that. And I know it was. Wasn't it wasn't a double feature with something else. But uh, I, no, I don't. I think it was a standalone episode. Oh, uh, maybe it was. Maybe it was. But but uh, but uh, speaking of Rutger Hauer, which we really weren't. Um, the Hitcher. We got to cover the Hitcher. I've always wanted to cover the Hitcher. Um, so that at a midnight screening in Copenhagen. Actually, uh, Hitcher is such a good movie. Ace Ventura. I remember him vaguely. Uh, Naked Gun 33 and a third. I don't remember really anything from that movie. He played the big Harry Khan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he hasn't done a movie, according to this. Big Harry Khan? Yes, in in what movie? In uh, Naked Gun 33 and a third, The Final Insult. Yeah, because he could play the Harry Khan in Fletch Lives and in. Uh, yes. No, well, that, he was well, in, uh, in Fletch Lives, you know what his name is? Is ben, just Ben Dover. 
Yeah, bend over. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I get the over. joke. But his, he hasn't he done a movie in, but, since 2000. I wonder why. He was on Walker, Texas Ranger in 2001. But he hasn't really done much since then. That kind of sucks. No, not really. He should, because he's great. I love that guy. But but I found a couple of quotes from him. Again, I IMDB, so do take them uh, for what they're worth. But I thought these were awesome. This this is the kind of guy I just love, right? So his personal quotes, I love acting. It's easy for me. All you do is look in the camera, smile, and lie with charm. I learned how to do that watching Don King promote fights. <laughs> and then this is the best line, though. This is just awesome. Hollywood's a great place to vacation, but I wouldn't want to live there. The people don't have a concept of reality. Their reality is how good they pretend. I was like, damn, my boy calls it like he sees it. Uh-huh. And what are they going to say about it? I dare them. Yep. <laughs> because you know why? Beat their asses to a whole whoop ass. Like, he would scare, like, would he not, like, even if you didn't know about what he could do, to you physically based on his background? Oh, he's scary biker dude. He is yeah. totally yep. like he is like why has he not been in every biker movie? Uh, yeah, a good question. Yeah, well, yeah. And I mean he wears he wears grenades as necklaces. Uh, that was so. that's a that was a cool move. That that was a yeah. that was kind of a cool move. <laughs> yeah, and everybody knew it though when they met up again. Mm-hmm. Uh, blaster kind of thought, Well, where where's your grenade? No, that was Wilksy. Wilkes, uh, Fred Ward's character. Yes. Uh, he said, where's the grenade? I had to use it for an enema. <laughs> Emergency enema. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. Man, if you have to clear an enema up with a grenade, it's bad. So, so did you guys see this in the theater? Daryl, you didn't, right? I think I might have. Really? I think maybe. Because here's the thing about this movie. I probably didn't see this for the first... I want to say the first time I saw this was maybe 15 years ago. It's, it's one of those movies that sort of blends into my life in that I know I had seen it. I remember really liking it, but yet for some reason, other than a couple of key moments, I couldn't remember much about it. And then I I always felt like it bordered on feeling like a TV movie. Like, that was my memory of it. Like it almost, wasn't that like almost a TV movie? And then you watch it, and like the first part of it, you kind of think it feels very... TV movie-ish, and really it's until people drop a couple F-bombs, like, oh, this is R-rated, and then it gets violent, like, oh, yeah, okay, really it's R-rated. Yeah, okay. It almost didn't, I always thought for a long time it was this PG movie, I don't know why I had that in my head, and then I saw it once when I was, you know, not young, young, but when I was younger, and then I saw it again, I know at least one more time because I owned it on DVD, and then, this is probably only the third time I've seen it, and it was weird watching it again because... A lot of the stuff when they go into the jungles, I didn't remember. It was literally like seeing it for the first time. I don't know hmm. why that is. That's that's not me peeing, by the way. I'm pouring coffee. Yeah, what? I would have went with the peeing. Yeah, I would have too. That just, for the, just for the bit. Future, have, future reference totally said, I'm taking a lead, guys. Hold on. Yeah, I could I mute it, but why bother? <laughs> I would have said, I, I, I pissed nuclear waste. Yeah, that would have been good. That would have been a good line. So uh, what were you going to say, Peter? No, I just I just thought of the picture that, that Daryl took. <laughs> oh, the, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah wait, wait, no, don't say any details. Just let it lie. There's people listening going, "What?" Uh, okay, so <laughs> Peter, Peter, <coughs> yes, Peter, did you see this in the theater? Uh, no, I didn't. I saw this, this would be edited. Um, this yeah, would have been yeah, edited yeah. in Sweden, right? No, actually not. What? I checked it. They no, edited dirty dancing, but not this. I, Oh, I wow. checked before, uh, just before he went It's uh, almost went like censorship is illogical. Yeah. Uh, well, it, yeah, well, I, duh. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Oh, my God. No, I, I, cause, uh, I think 10 minutes before we were started, started, we got online, I thought, hmm, I wonder. 
because I didn't remember it being uh, cut, and uh, it wasn't. Hmm. Yeah, so that's, uh, it was on VHS '84, uh, I think. I saw it. Okay. And so, and Daryl, you said you said, think you may have seen it in the theater. I think I might have. Yeah, or... We watched it all the time. I think I did. I don't. It's just a war movie. I think I saw I, I saw quite a bit of the war movies in the yeah, theater. Especially, yeah, and especially these, uh, you know, with the Vietnam vets and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. The, yeah, we saw a lot of those. Miss like like missing in action and and uh, I remember my mother actually uh, she worked for the state employment and her job was working primarily with vets to get them back into so, work. So she actually had to go see these movies for research. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this would was the research that would help them get jobs. No, no okay. <laughs> oh, I don't think so. Like, I don't think it works that way. Oh, okay. Oh, like when he goes to, to see, camp. Hmm? <laughs> like when she, when they go to see Wilkes, Fred Ward's character, and he's doing that metal work, okay, and his wife comes. You can't see him. Do you know how how long it took me to get the war out of his head? And he just looks around at the the, the sculptures. Yeah, I think that war is still in there. <laughs> you think? <laughs> so uh, here here's here's the thing. Did you guys find the movie to be? Okay, let me let me back up a second. So I watched uh, I, wa- I watched a little review from Siskel and Ebert back in the day, around 84, 80, I think it was 84, 85. They did a special uh, called something like This Time We Win or something like that, where they were sort of breaking down the movement at the time of a lot of these movies that were very, I would argue, weren't so much pro-Vietnam War as much as they were pro-Vietnam War soldier Right. And and because of the way those guys came back, a lot of them were treated a certain way and it wasn't particularly nice. And the the there was a lot of uh, stigma that went with that. And they were particular. They actually brought this movie up as being the one that sort of launched the movement of the we're going to we, you know, sort of rewinning the war on celluloid was sort of the, mm-hmm. or in the cinema. And, and it was interesting because First Blood came out the year before this, because obviously same director as this. I, I would argue that kind of set it in motion because, I mean, I don't know if you've read, I think we discussed this before. The, mo- the book First Blood, Rambo is a full-on psychopath. I mean, it's just awful. Yeah, well, and, yeah. And the movie version is a lot more palatable. I sort of think of the movie First Blood as being almost equivalent to what they did with Walking Dead between the graphic novels and the TV show. Like, you cannot have certain characters be certain ways or do certain things in a TV show because people just can't, don't process it the same way. It, it just doesn't... It's not palatable. You don't... You know, you don't want to see certain things. You don't want to... Uh, you certainly can't have your main character act in the way John Rambo does in the book because he would have been the villain, period. That's yeah. How, that's how he would yeah. have been taken. Um, so... But I always felt like that, in a way... I guess what they were meaning is literally... With uncommon valor, they go back to the actual near or near the area where the war was, and they fight it. I feel like Ram or first, I can want to call it Rambo. Uh, first Blood <laughs> has that that element as well, right? It has the whole Viet, almost like a redemption story in a way for the for the vet, as opposed to um, just being you know raw. I, I, I feel like both of those movies are not very raw, raw. Like I didn't feel like Uncommon Valor was. I mean, it has a lot of you know big uh, action set pieces, and it's a, probably a little bit more. Yeah, but still, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I mean, a lot of it centers around the characters. And uh, so you, and you know what else made me think about it too is it's not per se about. Um, it's not really about we should have won 
Vietnam. Mm-hmm. It's no, more about... We shouldn't have left guys behind. We shouldn't have left guys behind, and the government kind of... There was a scene in this where, I love it, where Gene Hackman is talking to the guys, and he says to them, you're like a business deal that went wrong. Uh-huh. Like you're something that didn't make money. You didn't you yep. didn't yeah. make a profit. Yeah, exactly. And so now they want to forget you. Like you're yeah. not you you lost money, you don't matter to yeah, them. That was a good speech. And that's pretty much yeah. how they well, were America, treated. Um, let's be honest. America, we love underdogs, but we hate losers. Yeah. Right? I mean that's that's yeah. like that's the and cultural attitude. That. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the attitude. What he said. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And it's true. And the I think the only I think the the, the real villains of the story of the movie is the government, is the United States government. Yeah. And I kind of believe that, the way that they treated the uh, the uh, military. Well, and, and I think it was interesting because Ebert and Siskel go into the idea that they were insinuating that that Hollywood had was perpetuating a bit of a myth that there were still guys like currently over there in camps, so that, that sort of idea that we have to send people over now in the 80s, back when they were recording their show, and mm. that there was really no concrete evidence for any of that. I mean, I think it's one of those things that you can't. It's you can't prove it is. You can't prove it isn't. Exactly. And, you can't. and there, it's 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 not impossible, right? It no. might be improbable, but it doesn't mean it's impossible that there were. And I think what I found with Uncommon Valor, and you know, time, you know, keeping in mind when this movie came out it was only eight years after the war had ended. So this is this is pretty close. It's still pretty raw, yeah. right? Yeah. So now we're you know thirty plus years on, we could look back with a different eyes. And I felt like the movie itself, it's not. There's a sense of melancholy to it. There's like a you really get the fact these guys are traumatized. These are not they did damage yeah. to them. They don't make it. It's not a typical Chuck Norris. You know, oh, I'm just a badass. No, no, I'm gonna blow I, everything I, up. I mean, no, and I mean, spoiler alert here. This is not a happy movie. No, at all. No. So uh, even though there are, there are fun moments uh, moments in it, but I mean, like at the end, it, it's not a. It's a bittersweet ending. Let's call it that. Yeah, and Patrick Swayze's character. I felt like what was great about him is because they obviously had him there because he bridges the gap between these old grizzled vets and he's sort of the new generation. He was too young to fight. And they don't know at first why he's so passionate about doing this, but we find out after a certain period of time why. And then they get that's what kind of gets their respect and what that makes them connect with them. But what I liked is that's after the the fight between him and Sailor and Sailor after he finds out why he's there yes. when he kind of picks him up and that carries him. That was, that was a, good that really, was a cool really good moment. Yeah, it was a good moment. Like, I'm going to carry you. Now you're my brother, and I'm going to carry you out yeah. of the... That was cool. That gives me chills because I'm, I'm a sap. Uh, anyway, so, so... We all are because uh, that gives me chills. Yeah, it was, it was great. So when when later on when they're in the battle situation. What I liked is with his character, they never made him, and it's, well, it's Patrick Swayze, just the way he is, like he comes across. I could have seen it very, it would have been very easy to make him sort of this cocky, cocksure, oh, I can handle anything. He wasn't that. I don't, I never felt like he was, uh, had an unrealistic expectation of what battle would be like. He was not battle tested, and he even acknowledges, you know, there's, yeah, you're right, there's no way you'll know. How I'll, I'll perform, but there's no way for you to know that I won't perform. And when he gets out there, you know, he he it, he proves out what his capabilities are. But what I liked is you get his emotional reaction to see to doing his first yeah. kill, and like you could see, oh, this is oh, this is real, and this is affecting me, and it's not just some like yeah, that's right, I did it. Yeah, no, I, uh, I mean, woo, no, there's none of that. No, and it does affect him. I mean, yeah. uh, he kind of not freeze up, but he's kind of like unsure what to do. And yeah. when, and when that's he right. finally yeah, does throw the that, gun at him, yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Go, go, so, go. Uh, yeah. Cause that's all, I think he has to process. What have I, Oh my God, I just did. And then I think yeah. later on when a character, a couple characters are killed and he witnesses, you know, there's, I don't know. You get that sense of it. And again, I think it goes to Patrick Swayze's performance. And this is one of his first movies, right? Uh, yeah, I think early, so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so so I, I just I think he did an outstanding job portraying that and that's what I liked about the movie and that's what I like about John Milius because a lot of people especially with like a red dawn that mm-hmm. red dawn the big knock on that movie was at the time especially was that oh it's this right-wing jingoistic rah-rah kill the commies movie mm-hmm. and if you really watch that movie it's a very almost I won't say it's anti-war but it's ugly, man. I mean, it's yeah, brutal. It's, it's not pretty. Yeah. And in fact, in fact, what, in fact, what he meant, if you go back and listen to some of his commentaries and things about it, at the mm-hmm. time was when uh, the Soviets had invaded Afghanistan, you know, a little foreshadowing there for mm-hmm. the future of what would happen with us. But the, yeah. the Soviets had invaded, and it was the whole Mujahideen and how our CIA was giving, you know, all those guys who we know who they became in the future, but we won't go there right now. Uh, so we, but all of that stuff, that's what that movie you. And if you go back and watch red dawn, and again, we are talking about uncommon valor. Uh, if you go back and watch red dawn, there's some moments, especially where the helicopter and they're in the Rocky areas. It looks like Afghanistan. And I think that yeah, was, it, does. it was yeah. intentional because yeah. he was trying to draw a parallel to that. So it was, it a heavy handed, like a bleeding heart anti-war movie? No, not at all. And John Milius likes his guns. All right? He's never been apologetic about that. But I feel like John Milius is this provocateur who in a roundabout way, it's almost like by making it so extreme war it almost kind of comes back around to being like you don't feel necessarily good about it. i always remember the parts in red dawn with the father and avenge me and all that yeah. it really bothered well they me. lost i mean they, yeah, they, in the end, they had I mean, a they, lot they, of they losses do, they win the war yeah. but they lose the battle right they totally yeah. do spoiler alert for red dawn <laughs> so <laughs> like this movie this movie too this like movie there, has the same there vibe. are a yes. lot of losses in this yeah film. yeah like they don't well, in the end, let's not and give away the me. ending, ending, but it but oh, it does not it end uh, happy for certain key characters. If you can, no. make, you know, no. No, it doesn't. So, would you guys say this movie holds up for you? Yes, <laughs> yeah, because I didn't really like it that much. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's I, this is movie. when he does the I, joke. I, I really, you know, what would be great is I really truly should one of these episodes just lead you guys on and just be like thinking something you'll totally believe that I thought it was a great. But you never hold the bit long enough. <laughs> not, you'll really always can't. give it up. No, I can't lie like that. You can't. You I can't. suck at that you, so bad. You can't do it. So you know, I I, I love this movie. This movie's great. Oh. I don't understand. This movie has like a six point two on IMDb. What is wrong with you people? I don't know. People are dumb. Seriously, yeah. this is a good movie. Yes, it is. It was so. It's good. well acted. It's got. Mm-hmm. A, I mean, it's it's got interesting ideas. It's got a in really it. good cast. Yes, oh, yeah. an excellent cast. Yeah, it's even the even, even the small parts. Uh, oh. Even the small. Even the. Uh, we haven't even mentioned the. the uh, what was his name? John and his daughters oh, yeah. who helped yes, them. Yes, yes. Damn. I mean, even they. Mm. Yeah. Even though they have small parts, it's like the, the whole cast. Even the. You feel like they're the character. Small. You feel like they're real people, though. You don't feel they yeah. don't. Nobody yeah, feels do. one dimensional. That's the word. Yeah. I, was, uh, I mean, yeah. except for okay. To be fair, okay. All right, and I suppose this is one of the knocks in the movie. I would argue the now are they fighting Vietnamese or Laotian? Like were they in Laos? 
Uh, I think it was mm. a Laos. Okay. Yeah. yeah so, 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 yeah, I think they say Laos, Laos and yeah, Laotian. Uh, yeah. So, I think those yeah. those soldiers things we're going to mention on that we never got. Obviously, you. I mean, it's a you know an hour and a half long movie or hour and forty five minutes. You're not gonna have time to get into the backstory of the you know general of the encampment where the Americans are being held, supposedly. Uh, but yeah. And obviously they were fodder just for the action sequences, but that's always going to be the case in these kind of movies, yeah. you know? Yeah. You, you always have to sort of pick the point of view side, and the other side sort of gets... Although, I, I go back to Red Dawn, you do get that whole element with the Cuban leader, remember, played by uh, Superfly? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, what was the hell was his name? Ron, it's Ron. Ron something, right? Isn't that guy played Superfly? Ron? Ron yeah, Ron. I want to say we're living still. No, not, 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 not. Yeah, yeah. Can't Superfly. Yeah. It's Ron something, yeah, it's right? Super, it's Superfly. Yeah, it's Superfly. Oh, I'm supposed to remember because yeah. I'm black, Joel. Now, I'm talking to Peter right now because he likes all those exploitation uh, films. I just felt like doing that because I'm black. I know because I know, we can't go We can't go a, a full couple episodes. I got to be the one to remember the black guy. Well, first off, he's playing a Cuban, as I recall, in that particular <laughs> What oh, was his right. name? Ron something. I'm yeah, right. Well, He's Ron something. I'm going to find it right now. You better. If there was only a technology. I'm look on Black Google. Black Google. Wait, is that Bluegle? <laughs> Ron O'Neill. There it is. There you there. go. Yes. I, I always get their, I get their first name. It said Lenny, Ron. And the fact that they're both black actors has nothing to do with it. So don't even go there, Daryl. Fine. <laughs> I can't pick the superfly name. Lenny. <laughs> Lenny, yeah. All right. Yeah, so, all right. So, yes. But what I'm saying is in Red Dawn, you know, another John Milius connection there, uh, that movie does try to give that element of how it's traumatizing the other side, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you ever see, uh, well, all left handed here, the, the miniseries oh. called America with a K? I right? remember that, but I don't remember ever seeing it. Wait, which movie? It's a TV miniseries. No, a, mini, a TV miniseries. No, was, America- was that the one? Does it, does it have something in it where people are like under, like doing like church meeting groups in their basement because if they get <laughs> caught with the Bible or something, they're going to get. It, it's uh, it takes place about ten years after uh, America has been taken over by uh, Soviet. So it's it's run by. I Soviet. love stories like yeah. that. I want well, to. I, 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 I need. I need to pull. I'm going to write that down. That li- you can't find it. What's the name of it again? America with, Was, is with that, a K. Wait, hold on. Are you are you are you putting oh, forth? I think I know the person. Christopher Thompson. He played that. Uh, uh, I mean, Peter? it was banned in some countries. I are think. you putting mm-hmm. forth? Are you putting forth the conspiracy right now that the Soviets are hiding that movie? Yeah. No, no, because it wasn't banned there. It was. I think. It, really? I, mean, I think it would be. <laughs> yeah. No. I, 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 it was real. I, I like that one. It's a. Uh, it's again. You get the. Kind of both sides, both the Russians. Oh, you know and, uh, we got to cover one day, gents. Yeah. You know we got to cover. It's got to happen. It's in that vein. What? V. Oh, oh yeah. The miniseries. Both the movie, oh, the, the, mini- the TV movie, the miniseries, the whole shebang. Oh, you oh. know what? Uh, go on my Facebook page and go to the DVD section and just browse through the pictures. You'll find it there, all of them. Of course. Not the new, not the new one though. Okay, you got the new one. Don't get me started. No, oh, the only no. thing that thing I had going for it is it had the girl that I like from uh, Lost, Juliet. Oh, I remember that show. Annoying. Oh, the original one with Mark Singer. Yes. Yeah, and and Freddy Krueger. Well, his yeah. Jacket. With this Freddy. cool leather, leather jacket that he used to wear all the time. What, uh, Mark Singer? Yeah. yeah have had that gone, I used to always get him. I don't know why. I used to always get him and his... Jan Michael Vincent. Jan, Jan, Michael, Jan Michael, Michael Vincent. Vincent. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's because white people look alike. They really do, especially those two. 
kind of had those squinty and, eyes a little bit. MacGyver. And MacGyver. <clears throat> oh, yeah. He did a little bit. The mullet? Bit. Is it the mullet? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, look alike. Indeed. So, um... <laughs> Do you have any show? I'm so offended. So, Uncommon Valor. Yes, I believe we're going to cover that today. When? I don't know. I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm over it. So, <laughs> okay. Well, let's go ahead. Like, anything else you guys want to say about Uncommon Valor? Or are we pretty much wrapping that bad boy up. Uh, watch. Just watch yeah, it. Watch. Yeah, watch. It's a good movie. movie. If you like war movies, yeah. if you like 80s war movies, if you like, I mean, it does have that raw, raw. There's an Elva. There's a definitely. Oh, that, it does. That patriotic sort of, yeah. But it's not. It's I not so some, much about America. More of a soldier. It's more about, yeah, serving in the military. And, 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 like, yeah. and your yeah. brothers in arms. Like that kind yeah, of Yeah, you are. I, exactly. I said to my wife, like, after that scene, when they do show up at Fred Ward's place and mm-hmm. he and Blaster do that, I think it's those two who kind of. Is it those two give each other the hug, or is it maybe? Yeah, they do. And yeah, but, yeah, but the, the 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 greeting is a blaster and a sailor. The whole where they hold that that handshake thingy. Yeah, no, uh, not that. That, that yeah. wasn't when I said huh. this. So I think it was no, when no. Fred. Because is that what the whole? Oh yeah, oh yeah. The phone. Oh, my wife is yelling at yes, yes. Uh, Gene Hackman's character. Yeah, because well, the whole yeah. thing about like when did you ever call? He goes, well, mm-hmm. you know, why yeah. did you, that whole like, thing. Why did you? Do? Yeah. And again, they even and when Lloyd Blaster says, yeah, I don't know, man. What do you, what the hell do you think happened? And it's like I said to my wife, can you? It's sort of if you have a friend that you grew up with or in high school or college, mm-hmm. or, you know, and you have this bond, and you're like, you know, you're so close, and you do. You sometimes you, you grow apart, and you and you and you're just like, man, why don't we keep in touch? And but take that to another level, right? You have yeah. you have literally saved each other's lives multiple times, probably. You've killed yeah. with each other. You have yeah. done these. You've seen the most horrific crap on the earth together, and I can't imagine what that 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 bond is like. That is just. You know what I mean? Like, that's... Well, add to that, like, I, I know uh, a friend of mine who's his father went, you know, like, he went over there and uh-huh. went to Vietnam. He doesn't talk about it. No, like no, no. Actually, my, I, have a, I have an uncle who had the same situation and had it's... some bad stuff happen. And my, yeah. uh, my my best friend growing up in high school, his dad was a, it was he and his brother uh, were there. And I think his dad was a uh, pilot, like, in the, the choppers, like, as a gunner. So, I mean, yeah, he did not talk about they that. They don't talk about it. And and some of that is because of that. Like, they don't – because if you do talk to each other, the first thing you do is you're going to remember the war because that's – You're going to reminisce, yeah. Those are the history. That's the history you share. And it's uh, – to, to, to a lot of them, it was so painful sure. that it's like I can't – Drudge it up. Now, I have I heard. Can't drudge a lot, it up, I, I've heard people say. I don't know how accurate this is. That oftentimes what will happen because I mean, it, it sometimes there is a catharsis that can happen from talking about certain things. And mm-hmm. as you know, maybe as somebody gets older and they have these stories, I have heard it's oftentimes easier for a vet to open up to somebody they're not related to or maybe not connected to that way yeah, yeah. As, as opposed to say their kid or their spouse so i don't know how true that is and maybe depend on the person too right? it probably would because not everybody comes back and deals with it the same way because some people come back and they never talk about yeah. it ever again yeah. like they just never they put deal with it. On it right they put a lid on it they and they don't deal. They don't always explode. They don't yeah. always, no. you know. Yeah, I know they, they, the, yeah, the, the, the cliche, the stereotype. Like, right. I'm sure to some degree everybody has some level of PTSD. After totally. Dealing, but 
obviously how they process that is going to be a totally different depending on the individual and their situation. And some people there, can deal with it. And some people uh, can't. Well, uh, I just like I have other, other movies. Yeah. I have a really close buddy of mine who he, he was over there. He served for a while and he served over, uh, after nine 11, he served, uh, in, in the CIA and stuff. And, he can never talk about it. Like there's a there's a limit. Of, you can't talk. It's stuff with them. They can't. Like it's legally, they. Oh yeah, my uh, my, uh, yeah. my dad worked for the NSA, mm-hmm. and he he told obviously years later he was able to talk about some things. He was stationed in Crete, and it was that he was a code breaker because at the time I guess Crete or Greece and Turkey. Mm-hmm. I think is what it was. We're going to go to war potentially, and so they were sort of the stopgap measure. But he right. he said that because he was with the NSA, he were, he had literally signed this agreement that for when he left for twenty years, he was yep. not allowed to speak. Yeah, he would not be allowed in prison. To talk about it. And there are times where we'll be all a bunch of us will be having beers. We'll be talking about whatever stuff, and something about the military will come up, and we'll be talking about it because we're just the sissy lazy. Layman that and don't that know what the never, hell you're talking about. We wouldn't know what to do in yeah. a situation yeah. like that. So we're talking about the movie, and there's a look he has in his eyes that he has, and we catch it. Like it's just a, it's a just a, a just know, a look, a knowing sort of look, a knowing look that I know there's some crap that went down with him. Yeah, that it brought back a memory, and he can't talk about it. Yeah. Like, and it, yeah, it brings it home. Um. So Uncommon uh, Valor, we all agree, is meh. And if people can catch it, whatever. <laughs> the knowing silence. Uh, uh, yeah, no, it's oh. great. It's a good movie. So, Oh, you know what? We just have to bring up one more thing. What's one more thing? The end, the, the dancing and the end credits. The end credits? Uh, do you mean the thing where they play uh, the beginning of this? I That old, uh, we, uh, me and Daryl talked about this while you were off with your wife talking about uh, DVD. One of his wives. DVD. And, so, yeah, we talked about this end sequence. You can't turn it off. You have to watch I it. I did. I watched it to the end, too. Yeah. Just Watching Randall Tex Cobb's silhouette against a beautiful sunset doing some sort of bizarre yeah. Tai Chi dance thing he's doing. Yeah. Yep. To an 80s it power is. ballad. I love Absolutely it. Absolutely fantastic. I couldn't stop watching it. It like, really is. It's mesmerizing. It is. Same <laughs> word I use. Uh, it was it, it, it's, like, it's like you could just put it on a loop if you couldn't find yeah, it. I know. <laughs> Like what? It's, you know what it is? Do you remember back in the day when they had those wave machines that you would supposedly relaxed you and they would just move yeah. back yes. and forth? It was. Fucking it's like the forth. cinematic equivalent yeah. of that. It yeah. totally did. And I was on my way to work when I saw that, and I just it just relaxed just you. Kept watching. I feel like you should just watch that every time you get on the subway, and you're just. I should. You. It's like meditation. You're just oh, oh, it was zen. It was oh, just so zen. Hey, how many stops uh, did you miss? My, my one. You really missed your stop? Well, I, I I had to like make a beeline for the door, like it was about to close. Oh, okay. That's I got so caught up in that gotcha. damn thing. <laughs> so I uh, guess we're all in agreement. Uncommon Valor. Watch it one time, won't you? You have to. At least at least once. Daryl, where can they find you? Besides running from your subway train. Oh. Harried. Oh, uh, you can find me talking to polar bears on uh, and the making sweet, sweet, and making sweet, sweet love to nuclear waste. You have no idea. 
No idea. Um, you can find me at uh, tailnetworkpodcast.com. And uh, with me and a lot of uh, other podcasts that are on that uh, network, like a TV one we do called Nothing's On, and uh, many, 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 many more uh, cool ones. Uh, oh, yeah, and I met one of the ones you podcast with. Yes, you did. I met Gil. You met Gil. Daryl and a lot of other podcasts. That, ladies and gentlemen, is called understatement. <laughs> many. <laughs> Peter, yes. Where can they find you? Besides right the wilds now, of Sweden. <laughs> well, well, I'm in my son's room at the moment, looking at uh, one of Kevin Spencer's uh, Joker pictures. Oh, but, that's cool. uh, but apart from that, you can find me on ForgottenFlicks.com or RetroMovieGeek.com. Mm. We're still not sure which is which, but. <laughs> No, I had to think there for a minute. I, I think, and, 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 and to drive that point home, I've had several comments now from others where they're like, so what's the difference between <laughs> – I'm like, really? And that's just yeah. me and Peter. And that's just you two. <laughs> yes, and I can obviously be found committed in the padded room that I'm in right now. Trying to figure out, trying to figure the, out difference. the difference between the Would podcast that I'm doing. Between dinner, breakfast and breakfast dinner. Indeed. <clears throat> so on that note, gentlemen, what is your final words? I believe you just smoked a whole can of whoop ass. Thanks for listening. And for even more retro movie goodness, be sure to subscribe on iTunes and feel free to leave a review. It helps more people find out about the show. And be sure to join us next time when Forgotten Flicks will be remembering another movie you grew up with. This show is a proud member of the Movie Podcast Network, where you can hear other great shows like Movie Podcast Weekly, Horror Movie Podcast, Movie Streamcast, The Sci-Fi Podcast, Geekcast Live, Retro Movie Geek, and Forgotten Flicks. Love movies? Then you'll love the Movie Podcast Network. fingers in the air like I'm playing something. Oh, like oh no, I got mine up to my ear. I've got that thing where I'm holding my ear in, you know. So no, I can, you hold the ear thing? Yes, I'm doing the holding the ear yeah, thing. Like Christina Aguilera or somebody. You want to punch
do this on stage. I think we could do it. T bone chin strap in the hizzy. <laughs> and the with, hizzy. Wait, 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 wait. With with uh, with DC. What was it? DC 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 love. Precious Pete. Precious Pete. Yeah. Now we're gonna do our number one hit. <laughs> Brothers in Arms. Brothers in Arms. We're dedicating this out to all to all them ladies who love the Vietnam vets in the audience. <laughs> all right, all right, fellas. Let's kick it. <laughs> I believe in it. I I believe I'm gonna fly. Wait, that's not that. 